Well, good evening, everyone. I heard 16 of you. Good evening, everyone. How many of y'all believe that God's people should be the happiest people in the world? Let me hear you one time. The world does not have a market on the joy that Jesus Christ gives. And what I do is really different. But you know, no two people are like your story, your testimony, your life, your, your influences. And no two people are like. And they, they've proven it in science, but we already knew it from the Word of God. And every DNA is different. And everybody, everybody is, is different. But some of us are more different. If you didn't catch that, you don't need to homeschool. But I was born a little crazy and relapsed twice. But God knows before the foundation. Yeah, my own mother used to tell me, if ignorance is bliss, you're blistered. During the pandemic, I took my IQ. I had a lot of time on my hand. You know, most of the concerts were shut down. And I learned things about the IQ I didn't know. An average IQ is about 100, 110. I don't know if you knew that or not. Above that, like 140, 160, you can work for NASA. Well, I figured a comedian, it had to be low, so I took the test, and I was scrolling down, reading everything. I had time on my hand. Did you know that a man with an IQ of 60 can be a son-in-law? I got down to 20, and there it was, comedian. I was embarrassed. I thought, man, that's the last category, it's 20. But then I thought, I'm out of work. I wonder what else I could do right now because all the auditoriums and churches and things were shut down. Did you know there's only two things you can do with an IQ of 20? Comedy or Congress. That's all you can do right there. If you didn't catch that, you probably won't vote for me next year. But I'm so glad to be with y'all. God's people should be happy. And I was thinking before before we get started here, why don't we do one, uh, do a song together? Because you all can sing. I mean, you all sing good. So let's, let's do a song. And I didn't, tell, I didn't tell the guys ahead of time, so, but we don't need the words. I know that you all know it frontwards and backwards. I'll fly away, right? We know that one. So let's just let's sing and a little harmony and sing out. And since we know it frontwards and backwards, here we go. Let's just sing it backwards. Here we go, everybody. Away, wow, Gloria. Just sing it backwards. Here we go. Away, wow. Well, by and by, hallelujah, die, went away, fly. Y'all not helping me at all. I tell you what, here, 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 the pastor's sitting there right now about to have a nervous breakdown. What's this guy doing here now? Okay, I tell you what, what here's what we're, we're going to do. We're going to slow it down, do a verse. Just think backwards. Now, or is life when morning glad some away fly. Oh, y'all could see it from my vantage point. Some of, some of y'all look like, like you're at the dentist right now. Well, sure, celestial God, on home to away fly. Y'all not helping me at all. I tell you what, let's turn it around and sing it the other way. Are you ready? Well, I'll fly away, oh glory. I'll fly away in the morning when I die. Hallelujah, by and by, I'll fly away. Well, when I die. Hallelujah, by and by. Let's take those three words. I'll fly away. Let's do them backwards. Away, fly, I'll. With a little harmony. Are y'all ready? Just three words. Away, fly, I'll. Give yourselves a hand. Y'all did a good job. Yes. Now, I, you know, I just love life, and I love that, you know, uh, a lot of people miss out on the fact uh, and, uh, that, that, you know, because we have religion, and a lot of times when man gets involved, it can be dry. In fact, a lot of times we put everything in boxes. Have you ever noticed that? We have our work box. And, you know, for those that are working 40 hours a week, and we have our, our relatives and our, our family box, and it's Thanksgiving time, and we meet with cousins we haven't seen, and, and we have our sports, and we have our hobbies, and, and we have our little hobby box over here, and we like to go deer hunting or whatever and fishing, and we put things in boxes. But really, a lot of times we put joy 
and we put it in a box and we have a little fun joke we want to tell somebody, a good little clean joke, but we put joy kind of in a box. And then on the hard days, we don't look at that box. It's kind of like, well, this is, this is a tough day. But really, it's man that puts everything in little boxes. You see, Jesus said before he went to the cross, I want my joy to remain in you. It's getting quiet in here now. And a lot of times the world doesn't even know. And a lot of times Christians don't even know that there's an abiding joy of Jesus Christ. And you can't put him in a box. He's as far, I mean, he reaches everything. And so the joy of the Lord is our strength. And a lot of people will say, but Tim, are you really happy all the time? I basically am. First of all, ignorance is bliss. <laughs> Second of all, if my Savior that walked all the way up that hill wants his joy to remain in my life and for my joy to be full, that's in John if you want to read it. If that's what he desires for me and desires for you, then why in the world would I want to walk around underneath a weeping willow tree the rest of my life? Now, we have the question, but is life hard? Can be. It's a broken world. But I know how many people, I, didn't, I meant to do something else right now. I was going to do something else right now, but I've got to obey the Holy Spirit first. Let me talk to you all for a little bit. But I know how many people in here have had a broken heart. All of us. I know whether you're middle school, I know how many people have been let down. Every one of us. I know how many people have been called a, a name at some point. All of us. It's a broken world. People can be cruel. But guess what? He wants joy to remain in his children's heart. That is why the joy of the Lord in this broken world is our strength. It's not a bunch of little boxes. If Jesus is our Savior and we're going to follow him and try to be more like him through the through, because of the, that shed blood and be more like him every single day and less like us then in the hard times greater is he that is still in me than anything happening around me how many of all still believe that God's people should be the happiest people in the world let me hear you one time yeah, I'm so glad to be with y'all. I, I was up in Bellingham, Washington um, for some concerts and uh, three or four or five other gospel groups and uh, and one kind of little weirdo happened to be there too. And uh, we did concerts Friday nights, uh, yesterday morning and uh, and last night. And then I went out to go to my car and I fly all the time. Delta's my bus. I fly all over the country just about every week. And I went out, and so I have rental cars all the time. I went out, and my rental car wouldn't start. Nothing. It wasn't just dead. It was electrical, computer, or something. They said they'd try to fix it last night. They couldn't. Then they said they'd, they were going to put me on a tow truck with all of my stuff and carry me to Seattle at 7 o'clock. So I stayed up most of the night, packed, got all the product together. They were not there at 7. I started working on it. Long story short, I just took a lift which like Uber, you, you young people know what I'm talking about. I took Lyft to, uh, to Seattle, and then I got there, and they said, we don't see the reservation that they've supposedly had for you. So I went three or four different places, and you know what? The more that tragedy happens, the more I laugh. I, just, I was just going to the next place, and I just start dying laughing. They're like, what's up? And I'm going, I've got to be somewhere around Portland in about five seconds. And so, and, and I just get tickled. They're like, where are you going? I'm like, 
It's right outside of Portland. Let me look it up here. It's called Beaver, yeah, and, and, and Beaver Town. Beaver Creek. I always get town and creek mixed up. It's Beaver something, and I got to be there. And, and, and I pulled up. I was hoping to be here between 2.30 and 3, and I pulled up right about almost at 2.30. And, and, uh, and, 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 and Jeannie met me there, and I opened up the door and everything. But I come just straight on in. And so guess what? Y'all think I've got an IQ of 20? I haven't slept. I haven't had coffee. I'm living on fumes. There's no telling what's going to happen tonight. But you know what? I was thinking about it today when I was driving down. I got, I had to go to, back over to the theater early this morning to put the key underneath the new, the rental. I got to talk to a young man about Jesus. I got in the lift with a guy and said a few things. He didn't want to say much and he was like into science. So I started talking about science and we started talking about design. Hello. We started talking about DNA. We started talking about how every iris in the eye. And he said, you know, I, uh, it's, it's amazing that there's no two alike. I said, exactly. We kept talking a little more. And I said, I wonder who designed all this. He said, well, I've kind of wondered, you know, there's, there's got to be a designer. I said, there is. All the way, all the way down. And I, I got to the car. They put three different places there at the car place in Seattle. I got on the elevator with a, with a lady, and she's like, you've got two carts. I said, I travel light. Because I had three suitcases, a guitar, a backpack, product. I mean, I was just like a moving van. Each place is going. And she said, what do you do? I said, well, I do comedy. She said, that's awesome. I love comedy. What kind of comedy? She said, clean comedy. I said, clean comedy. She said, oh, she said, do you do, but now as a comedian, do you do like other things at other places and then you do clean places like clean comedy like at churches and things? And I said, no, I do clean comedy everywhere. And she said, why? And I said, because I'm going to stand before a holy God. We got to talk on the elevator and got off and she walked with me some more. And I got to think of that. I thought, you know what? This is beautiful. I haven't slept, but I got to witness to like about six different people today because God slowed me down a little bit. I mean, it's all good. It's sifted through the hand of God and ignorance is bliss. Now, somebody asked me to do a song that I did last time here. I want to switch up and do a lot of stuff, but somebody asked if I'd do the coffee song, so I'm going to do it. And... Thank y'all. That's all I know right there. You know, the guitar, you can play it a lot of different ways. So you've got a lot of strumming nowadays. There's all different styles. There's flat top picking. I live in the mountains of East Tennessee. I'm originally from UCLA, the upper corner of lower Alabama. And, uh, and, uh, and, 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 and down, there's a lot of flat top picking. Sort of like stuttering. It's sort of like if you're nervous, it helps, but I don't get nervous because my IQ, I went to a panic attack if it slapped me right between the eyes. And there's all different styles. There's music from other countries. I love music from other countries. I learned that at Taco Bell all by myself. But I, but I, I love Spanish music and I love flamenco music. I, I, and I love all, but there's a style that, that's almost lost and it, and it started in Kentucky and then, it, and then Mr. Chet Atkins picked it up in Tennessee. And that was back when they have, they would have one guitar and he would do the bass part. And then he would do the melodies and counter melodies around it. And so I'm going to do this coffee song that somebody requested. I don't know where you're sitting, the one that requested it. But I got the idea for this song because, uh, uh, because nowadays we have Starbucks. I call them eight bucks. <laughs> and you have to order in front of everybody. And when you have a southern accent, it doesn't matter what your IQ is. You're going, if you're going to New Jersey and you step into an airport and you order with a thick southern accent, Hollywood is depicted to everybody in the south with an IQ of one, you know, and, uh, a coon dog and a, and a banjo, and so uh, the, they don't realize that every rocket that goes to the moon is built by Alabama engineers, and we have great, you know, every state has, has country and city and everything, but, but Alabama's a great state, and I'm, I'm proud of it, but when they hear my accent, they assume I've never been to a Starbucks, and they talk to me like a three-year-old, because they say, what can I start you with, and I go, coffee? 
And they think I've never, they go, what flavor? And I go, coffee. They go, what do you want in it? And I go, coffee. They go, yeah, but what kind of coffee do you want? What do you want your coffee to taste like? I go, I want coffee in my coffee. And, and, and so uh, then I figured out because they tell me it's $2 and something, it's a dollar a syllable, coffee. Espresso, three bucks. That's why I break out in a cold sweat. My wife says, I'll have a caramel macchiato with soy milk with light whipped cream, a shot of espresso. And I go, we'll have to cash in our 401k first. <laughs> Pastor Mike, you know what I'm talking about, don't you? If you go there, you, 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 might, you might as well get ready. To, uh, it's expensive. So I was in Seattle where they started all of it. And a few years back, that's where I got the idea for this song. The young man there, because I I play a lot of colleges and stuff, and the young man there looked college age. He said, are you Tim Lovelace, that crazy guy? I said, guilty. He said, you should try my specialty drink. I said, you don't know how I'm wired. He said, what do you mean? I said, I'm ADD wide open. I'm like a squirrel on Red Bull. (laughs) He said, they have medication for that. I said, not in South Alabama. All they have is a leather belt. Old school down there. And uh, that'll help your prayer life right there, I'm here to tell you. I was moonwalking way before Michael Jackson, let's just say that. <laughs> and uh, and so I tried the guy's drink, and it was so strong, I called my wife. I said, I'm not even going to fly home. I'm just going to walk. I'll get there quicker. <laughs> and it gave me an idea for a song, and, and so uh, I'm going to do it for you. And then here we go. But I'm going to do it Chidak in style for you. Some of y'all are thinking... You know, if he's saved, and some of y'all are thinking, I'm saved, that means he's my eternal brother, and we're going to spend all of eternity together. Some of y'all are thinking, I hope his mansion is not right next door to mine. He'll drive me nuts. You wait till I get my new body. <laughs> well, it was early in the morning, and my feet were dragging. I was foggy-headed, eyelids sagging, when I stopped by a brand-new coffee shop right down the road. I walked in and the guy said, I'll be your barista. I said, no, thank you, but you help me, please, sir, by making me a real strong cup of joe. Well, he pointed to a board and said, what'll it be? When I saw a bunch of words look foreign to me, I knew I'd bit off more than I could swallow. There was espresso, romano, and mocha latte, cappuccino, and cinnamon dolce, and coconut and almond milk for something called a macchiato. Well, he saw me staring, he knew I was confused. He said, Mister, I have the drink for you, the freight train espresso. That's my specialty. He said, It's got a lot of kick, but it'd be no trouble. If you're man enough, I'll make you a double. I said, Fire that machine up, make a triple for me. Some of y'all are way ahead of me, aren't you? Well, it was a little bitty cup. I turned it up and I was finishing a couple of sips. Then my face started twitching, scalp started itching, I lost a feeling in my lower lip. Then my eyes flew open like saucers. And my heart started racing like a stallion. I jumped up and knocked over somebody's computer and yelled, I should have learned Italian. It's a coffee world we're living in today. And you need to be bilingual to know the right words to say or your head will be spinning like you're riding on a tilt-a-whirl. You got to know that caffeine lingo and you're living in a coffee world. My wife told me the other day, she said, honey, you do need to quit drinking so much coffee. And I said, what do you mean? She said, you did 19 miles on the treadmill yesterday. And I said, well, that's good for you. She said, well, it wasn't plugged in. Well, I drove home, scalding my tires. Not saying I was speeding, but a cheetah on fire would have never had a chance catching up with me. I painted the house, cleaned the garage up nice, wrecked the yard, mowed it twice. Then I heard my wife call the coffee shop and ask, <laughs> do you make deliveries? It's a coffee world we're living in today. Some of y'all still look like you're at the dentist. And you need to be bilingual to know the right words to say or your head will be spinning like you're riding on a tilt-a-whirl. You got to know that caffeine lingo and you're living in a coffee world. You got to know that caffeine lingo. And I play all over this country, all over Canada, except Quebec because I don't speak Pepe Le Pew. I play down in Central South America. I play Europe different times, even small third world countries like Alabama and Mississippi. I'm making all this up as I go. But my point is, I've never done it from the bow of a boat before. 
but I know your song leader is smart because he sang my anchor holes when you're living in a coffee world. Give it up for coffee, y'all. Yeah. So good to be with y'all. Let me almost set this guitar down before I break something here. But um, I'm going to tell you, tell you a real quick story. I love true life stories. And uh, hang on there, buddy. And, uh, and, 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 and this is awesome. Who I don't know who I, uh, Are any of the people here? Uh, there's got to be. Some of the people here, are they rubbing Ben Gay on the shoulders that actually built all this? Some of the people here that have been working, building this and doing this, raise your hands. Been working on this. Yeah, they're 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 getting a massage right now. Their their, their shoulders, their their arms in a sling or something. But but um, but let me see if where where I can tell this story out where I can see both sides of y'all and just just hey, I've got a multiple personality. I should be able to stand here and over there at the same time. I'm trying to figure this out. But but I um. Uh, uh, I love I love true life stories and 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 one of them that I uh, heard most of the time I tell th- stories that happened to me but I heard one a while back uh, from a friend of mine and uh, and and I love the application because of this boat I'm gonna move around so maybe I won't be so yeah yeah and any of y'all that can't see me you're the blessed people. Uh, you'll catch that on the way home. I know y'all catch things in waves around here and. Uh, and uh, but but my friend he was he was uh when he was about six years old there's a snake called a blue racer and some of y'all uh, some of y'all may may have, have never heard of one of those it's not a black snake but a blue racer you can Google it it's actually blue it's a it's not a snake you want as a pet and it's a, they're kind of rare in the United States and uh, and my friend heard about the blue racer so. He was about five or six years old, seven years, somewhere in there, young, and and it was uh, many years ago in Arkansas, and his parents and some of the local people were talking about a blue racer had been spotted in the area. Well, he was scared to death of that blue racer, so, you know, he just, you know, he would think about it and all that stuff, and then finally one day it was really hot, his dad said, Rick, go to the barn and get the fan." You young people may not know what that is, but on your computer, the little fan on your computer, it's a bigger one. That's what it is. But, but anyway, you'd have one like window fan to try to take some of the heat out of the house. So Rick, just a young boy, he looked down at that barn. It's kind of down the hill a little bit. And you know, when you're little, just to go in a big barn by yourself, that's enough for a challenge right there. But he's thinking about that probably six foot blue racer. Well, uh, he was scared. So he goes down there, and of course, if you've ever, how many of y'all ever been in a barn, an old barn? Raise your hand. Oh, we got some country folks here. Y'all surprise me. We may be cousins after all. <laughs> but you know how the light will kind of come in through the cracks in the barn and all that? You step in there, and it's just like straight out of a movie, and, and he's looking for that big old fan, and he's thinking the blue racer is going to be around here anywhere. And then he spots the fan. And he's like, yes, there it is. Except the next thought he had was that blue racer is going to be underneath that fan. You know, especially if you're a kid, man, that imagination is really going. And God created imagination. Imagination can be a very good thing when you use it the right way for God. Imagination is beautiful. God placed it in there. And uh, so he's thinking maybe, maybe it'll be under that fan. He goes over to the fan slowly he picks it up scared to death and he looks guess what no blue racer he's happy as can be i'm going to do it in this direction maybe y'all can see me okay and uh, if you get a crick in your neck yeah, that's okay these guys know where all the bengay is they'll help you out with it so anyway he's walking back out of out of the uh, out of the barn and he's happy cuz he's got the fan and his dad told him to get it. And back then, if you told something, you do it. And that's it, you know. There's one option, get the fan. So he's going back, and the house is kind of up on the hill a little bit. And he's got the fan. And he's like, Whew, man. And he takes a step or two, and all of a sudden, he hears something behind him. You know what he thought, don't you? Say it. Blue racer. He stopped. 
He took a couple more steps. He heard it again. Blue. He just started walking fast. And finally he took off running. And he could still hear it. And the faster he ran, it was still behind him. He said, Blue race hard! He threw the fan straight up in the air. And it came down and broke. And some of y'all already know what happened. His dad came down and it was the cord (laughs) attached to the fan. Are you with me? And when he told me that story, we were laughing. But immediately I thought, boy, we all can be in that predicament spiritually. First of all, we're all born needing a Savior. And tonight may be the night that you find the Savior. It can be the best night of your life. Amen? We're born needing a Savior. But many times as believers, I know almost everybody in here raise their hand, almost everybody, and say that they know the Lord. We still, a lot of times, try to deal with things. An old hurt. Somebody hurt. Somebody said something. And, we, and we're just kind of dealing with that hurt. But the pain of it Every step we take is still following us around because it's attached to what we're trying to control. Are you with me? Maybe it's an addiction. Oh, I'm dealing with it. Online gambling. Whatever it could be, any kind of an addiction. Any kind of an addiction. Addiction can be to good things. Too much of something that's robbing us from being with our family. Addiction can be anything. But we're dealing with it. No, it's not really an addiction. And so while we're trying to, we stop and we don't hear anything. But it's still following us. We take another step. We can't go into another room. We can't go to church. We can't go out to the garage. We can't go anywhere because what we have not given to Christ is still just coming right along behind us. That junk. But be not conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I love in Peter when it says to cast. And that makes me think of that fan. Just blue racer it. Tonight. Maybe tonight. Later on we'll have a time to to pray. Maybe you got something in your life. I know how many of us need more of Jesus. Every one of us. Put me on the top of the list. Everything. That's why his mercies are new every day. We need his mercies every day. We need to be less like us and more like him. Amen? And so we all know, because he knows, things that we think we're dealing with. Insecurities. Jealousies. Habits. Old hurt. Somebody really done you wrong and they shouldn't have, but you never gave it to him. Tonight we're going to have a chance to go, I cast it at the foot of the cross. I don't want that thing following me around anymore. Amen? I'm going to come over here to the piano real quick. I've loved being with y'all already. And some of y'all, and you married men that are here with your wife, I'm helping you out. Because some of the wives think that their husbands are not all that brilliant. And they see me and start praying for my wife. (laughs) And they think they're married to Einstein. I'm helping you guys out right here. I'm here to tell you. Once again, how many of y'all believe that God's people should be victorious? Let me hear you. Amen. Come over here to the piano. I don't know what all God has in store tonight, but I've just been praying that I would say and do and be sensitive to the right things. And I love that God knows all the details. Um, I ask a, a sweet young lady that's, that's here tonight if she would mind if I mentioned something from the last time I was here with all glory all glory going to Jesus Christ. She said she wouldn't mind at all. But uh, uh, Elaine, right, sitting right here, uh, she uh, is 17 now. And I think it was about two years ago was he, was here. And Elaine got saved 
right here in this sweet church. And their, their family's back here tonight. But Elaine, I'm glad you're here. And, but I'm, I'm just here to tell you that we never know. Tonight may be the night that your name is written down in the Lamb's book of life. And tonight may be the night that we all let go of some junk. Amen? All right, let me come over here real quickly. I love this piano. Is there any way possible that I could get this on the Delta flight back home? I love this piano. we trust Him no matter what we're facing we can sing sing it with me to Him it is well with my soul it is well pandemic, when the world seems to be falling apart, we still know that nothing ever sneaks up on the Lord, the one who knows everything and designed everything. And our trust, pandemic, no pandemic, our trust is in Him and Him alone. And that's why we can sing, it is well, it is well. When your car doesn't start late at night and you don't know how to call Uber or Lyft because you're Tim Lovelace, you still know that the Savior has got all of this under control. And that's why I could sing. Y'all sing with me. It is well. It is And all the work that's gone into having this boat and everything out front and all of this to reach out to young people. VBS and tell them about Jesus. We want to be praying for those young, tender hearts. But because we know the captain of the sea, the one who made the sea, the one who made every drop of water, the one who walks on water, the one who is control of the wind and waves, because we serve that captain and we're going to pray for these young people, we can sing with confidence. 
people said pastor I'm going to turn it back to you just for for a second and uh, get a little bit of water thank you well thank you so much Um, what a blessing that's been so far and uh, what a uh, help that's been at this time for ushers can get ready uh, we want to take a special love offering uh, for our guests and uh, of course uh, we're prepared to, to take care of him, but we want you to have an opportunity, if you'd like, uh, to give back a little bit. Uh, isn't it neat to see someone who's invited all over the country that is as bold at sharing the gospel as, as Tim Loveless? And uh, that just fits in with our, uh, our mission here at Grandview Baptist Church. And so we're going to have an offering time at this time and, and give Brother Tim an opportunity to... Uh, catch his breath a little bit, Um, but let's just take a a moment here, and uh, we'll have uh, an offering tonight, and so let's see here, do I have someone that could go to the piano here tonight, okay, Um, let's see here, okay, let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll get ready for that, Lord, we sure do love you, Uh, thank you so much for loving us, and thank you, Lord, for uh, uh, Lord Tim Loveless, and what you've allowed him to challenge us already with, with your word. What an encouragement and help it's been. Lord, thank you so much for, uh, for what you're doing in our lives, Lord. Thank you so much for what you're doing uh, through his ministry. Lord, we want to be a help to him, an encouragement to him. And I pray you'll just do, uh, allow us to do that tonight. And Lord, I pray that this will further his ministry. Or perhaps there's someone here tonight that's been challenged, Lord, uh, to let something go. Perhaps there's someone here tonight that's been challenged with, Lord, uh, the need for the gospel. Lord, may continue to work on hearts. Lord, may continue to help us to realize we can lean on you. And uh, you're the God, Lord, of all gods. Lord, you're, you're the creator. You're the master of the sea. And Lord, may we open our hearts toward you tonight. Lord, be with this offering, Lord. And I pray you'll bless each gift and each giver, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. That was beautiful playing. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Well, let me, I won't take a long time, but I do have some things out at the table. And if you want to take any of that home with you, would appreciate it. If you paid for it, that'd be even better. But uh, 
but uh, uh, I've, I've got a, a, a one shirt that says uh, uh, coffee, and then it says Christ offers forgiveness for everyone everywhere underneath the lettering, which is nice. And uh, and it already has holes in the neck and arm that are ready to wear. I have one shirt. I did something with a um, Crowder a while, while back, and I do a few ladies' retreats around the country. And I think the reason they do that is because the women realize that their husband is intelligent after they see me. And so I, I think that's why. But anyway, uh, I, I said this to my wife a, a few weeks back. She said, put it on a shirt. So I've been taking the ladies' retreats, and, and they, they, they buy it like crazy. Men don't understand it. You, they kind of think they do, but they don't because I have two sisters two teenage daughters, uh, a sister-in-law, and mom-in-law, wife, female dog. I live in the land. It's just all girls and me. And so I told my wife one day, I said, I know why you, why you, why all these girls are tough. It says, I'm tougher than you think. I survived my mom brushing my hair. <laughs> the girls really understand it, and the men think they do, but they don't. But uh, but you girls, uh, I, I, I know. So anyway, I've got those. And, and if you get one, no one else will be wearing it because I came up with that. So at least you don't have to worry about sending that around Portland. But, uh, and then I've got some uh, Coffee World DVD and piano. I've got a little special. I won't take a long time on this. But these are uh, normally 20 apiece. I was doing them 15. But for y'all, I'm giving all three of these just for, for, uh, uh, for $25. And that's a good deal. And uh, just my piano favorites and some cutting up and seriousness. And this one has like uh, 11 different groups, and I'm on there too. So a little compilation. And so I've got a couple of deals. I've got one deal. You get all five for just $40. And so, uh, so if you want to get any of that, that would be great. And uh, uh, and then let me. Uh, I see a lot of young people here here tonight. Let me I'll grab my harmonica real quick, and then I want to tell you a story. But uh, I don't normally have my harp with me, and and I and I found it in my backpack a little earlier, and I'm like, I didn't know that was in there. So I see some some children here and different ones. And the harmonica is a good, a fun little instrument that you can start out with. Ten little holes to it, and uh, cowboys played high up on the harp. And I used to think it was so neat. I didn't know why cowboys played a harmonica until I went on a camping trip and put my piano on the horse, and I figured out <laughs> why they played a harmonica. But anyway, the same harp today is played in a uh, different key. It's called cross harp. So instead of this key, it's played in this key. So, uh, but you young people here have to help me out with this. You're going to do it. When you play the harp, if you do like a train, you can make the harmonica sound like a train. You ready? Do your hands like this. Put your fists like Y'all are doing good. Do it again. Y'all did real good. Now let me give you a little bit of harp. They did a great job right there. So anyway, for some of y'all that are starting out in music, that's a fun instrument you can do. And, you know, the great thing about music, especially young people, is, uh, is, is that God it started in the heavenlies. And so when you learn to play instruments and learn to sing, uh, Jeannie, thank you and your husband for everything. I'm going to be, yeah, I'm going to be staying over at the, at, at the uh, Robertson Bed and Breakfast tonight. But anyway, uh, um uh, but for you young people, when you start out playing, because it's so neat, because then you can play music, and music is so much fun, and sing, and do that back, and give it back to the Lord. Isn't that a beautiful thing? So it's always good. You can start early on it. Now, I've got, I've got w one more story I want to tell you here real quickly. I feel like there's two different sides here. <laughs> and this, uh... 
You don't want to miss the boat. All I know is that's for sure. And, uh, uh, but I'm excited to, to see. When we close here in, pray, in prayer, too, I want some of y'all specifically to pray. If you, that's the Lord's having you for some, pray for something else. But I want some folks to, to really pray for this VBS. It would be awesome to hear just a big number of kids that, that started trusting in the Lord. Whoo! Yeah. Does that excite you? That thrills me, man. I'm here to tell you. Now, uh, so a quick story when I was about seven or eight years old. And it was this. I was in South Alabama. If you've never been to South Alabama, around Mobile on the coast, on the Gulf of Mexico, you talking about hot. I'm talking hot. If it's 99 degrees and about 100% humidity, it's hot. Okay? And and. We lived on a corner, a little house. When I was little, I had two bedrooms, and I had two sisters. So they were in one bedroom. My parents were in one bedroom, and I was on the back porch. <laughs> God is so good. He toughened me up right there. He got me ready for Bellingham at an early age. And so... uh so it was hot. I'd be sleeping on the porch. No air conditioning in the house. You know, finally they got one window unit, but it wasn't for the back porch. And it was hot and humid and hot. And I'm not saying that to complain. I'm just trying to t- tell you that it connects to the story. There was an ice cream man that came about every two or three weeks. Did y'all, wherever y'all live, did y'all ever have an ice cream truck? I see some heads nodding around. Raise your hand if y'all had ice cream truck. That's a bunch of you. Well, that, that ice cream truck would come, and, and I couldn't always get one, but every now and then I'd ask my mom, and she'd say, yes, and it was seven cents for an ice cream. Seven. Now I'm telling my age, aren't I? But the rich kids could get the 15-cent ones, like the Nutty Buddy Bars and the and the strawberry ones, a lot of the girls like had the little, I don't know what it's called, strawberry something. I don't know. And the drum, remember that drumsticks? That was the rich kids. I got the banana popsicle. <laughs> Seven cents. When I would get it, they'd have to reach all the way in the back part of the truck. And it pull it out and it would have permafrost on it. <laughs> but when you've been sleeping in almost 100 degree weather, Permafrost is not a bad thing. Freezer burn's not a bad thing. It's a gift from God. I just hold it to my face. I didn't knock it off. I'd hold that until it melted before I got to my ice cream. It was like, this is wonderful. I may live to be eight years old someday. Well, uh, it's like I said, we're on a corner with a loop, and one day the, uh, the, I heard the ice cream truck. I went running to my, to my mom, and I, and I said, Mom, is there, uh, is, uh, could I get, possibly get a, a banana popsicle? And she said, the truck has already been by, that he's already made the loop. He's already gone down the road. I was like, oh, woe is me. And then, you know, you never know. Sometimes you just have to ask. I didn't think it would work, but I said, is there any way that I could Maybe I know he goes down Hilltop, 2nd Avenue, and then he kind of turns up in there. I said, is there any way I could f- follow after him on my bicycle, see if I could catch him? And my mom actually said, I'd be safe. Yes. <laughs> I jumped on that bicycle with a nickel and two pennies, and, and I'm heading west on my western flyer. And, and some of y'all are not old enough to remember this, and some of y'all are, but you remember when bell bottoms were first coming out? That would help your prayer life on a bicycle because if your pants got caught in that chain, you wouldn't go in anywhere for a long time. And, and then you'd get in trouble when you got home. You probably would tear them and have grease all over. And I'm pedaling wide open and it's hot and I'm pedaling. I'm looking down there at my britches thinking, don't get caught in there. I'll never get to ice cream. And I'm going wide open. And I turn on Oakmont Street and I'm pedaling and it's, it's hot, but I'm pedaling as fast as I can because if I don't catch him, I'm not going to get that ice cream. And I'd go up in this new section where the rich kids lived. They had brick homes. Some of them were three and a couple of them were four bedrooms with air condition installed. The rich kids, the 15 cent ice cream kids. I turned a corner and there was the truck. I saw the line. I slid up on my bike and jumped out. Excuse me there. 
And I was the last in line, but I was happy. And the rest of the kids got their 15-cent fancy schmancy ice creams, went back into their air-conditioned, sealed-up houses, and, and there I was. But I didn't feel poor. I felt rich. I got that ice cream. And I thought, it's going to melt before I get back home, so I thought I might as well just go ahead and eat it now. There was a little ditch with stickers, and I sat down on the edge of that ditch, started taking out that white paper. Remember, thin little white paper with the syrup on it. They got a piece at a time. You'd never think of littering. You take out a little piece, sitting there, and you put it down in your jeans and take out another little piece and put it down, get the permafrost, hold it to your cheekbone, get another piece, and finally, I'm ready to take a bite of that banana popsicle. And when I put my lips to that popsicle, it was the best I'd ever had. And I'm blessed as I travel around this country sometimes. I'm in New York, Chicago, Detroit, San Diego, wherever. And folks will give me a really nice we got at a restaurant, and they go, oh, you got to try this dessert. I've never had anything better than that popsicle. <laughs> never. Some of y'all know why. Because I pursued that truck with every ounce of my strength. I had one shot at catching that truck. And if I didn't pedal faster than I've ever paddled before, I'd had that popsicle before, see. But that day, I pursued it. So the big question is, for all of us, every age, if you don't know the Lord, if you do know the Lord, Here's a question for all of us. What are we pursuing? What are we pursuing? Friendship? Instagram likes? Facebook? Money? Love, acceptance, career, forgiveness, knowledge. What are we pursuing? Whether we're aware of it or not, we're always kind of chasing after something. having the best recipe at, the, at some collective meal, being with the best fishermen or having the, the prize buck, whatever. I'm not saying those things are wrong, but we all are pursuing different things. What are we pursuing? That's a good question for all of us. But here's the bigger question. Who are we pursuing? And that question I pose to me and to all of us. Who are we pursuing? You see, we can know the Lord and just kind of go through the motions Hello? We can be gloriously saved and still just kind of get up and have our coffee at a certain time and kind of go through the motions and go to church and lead a, a good life. And we're on our way to heaven. But are we pursuing the attributes of Jesus? Are we pursuing to be changed and being more like him? 
more forgiving. Seven times 70. More patience when somebody cuts you off on Interstate 5. Y'all may not know this, but it happens. But more patience. Or do we just kind of accept who we are? You see, He wants us to be more like Him. And if you don't know this Jesus Christ, in just a moment, the pastor is going to be here. And we're going to open it up. And I, either I'm going to play or I'm going to have somebody play. I'm going to wait till I hear from the Lord which direction needs to go there. But we're going to open this up for prayer time. And if you don't know this Jesus Christ, you can meet him. And your life will be forever changed. For somebody who used to live in a dark hole, a stuttering kid who didn't want to talk to anybody, who never wanted to answer anybody back because he stuttered so bad. If you don't think I stutter, ask Pastor Mike, ask Pastor (laughs) Justin. Did I stutter on the phone the other day? I still deal with it. But when I was a child, I was so embarrassed. And now I go around the country and talk for a living. But there was a time when I was in a dark hole because my life wasn't perfect like many of you. But for someone who lived under a cloud of fear for what's going to happen, later on that night for someone who was stuttered probably just because of what I had to face I'm telling this if you don't know Jesus Christ he changes everything the person who had fear the person who couldn't talk and the person who couldn't find joy now has more joy than he can hardly stand because Christ changes everything I'm not talking about religion I'm talking about meeting the Savior and for all of us that know him tonight may be your night to let go of something Tonight may be your night that God calls you and whispers in a special way, I want you to pray for these VBS children. Tonight may be a night when he says, it's time for you to not post against everything on social media. I want you on your knees praying for this country. Tonight may be the night that he makes a change in your heart because he's always willing when we'll just go, Christ, take it. I let go of it all. I'm following you. Everyone stand. Every head bowed. Pastors coming forward. Some of you prayer warriors, some of you prayer warriors may want to come on down as she starts to play. Maybe you want to just pray for this church. Just step out. Don't be ashamed of anything. Just step out. Maybe you want to pray for another family. Just step out. Maybe you don't know this Savior. Step out. Maybe you want to let go of something you've had for years. Just step out. He changes everything. Maybe you just want to say, Lord, I want to be willing to do whatever for the cause of Christ. Just step out. 
Maybe you say, I've been hurt and I want to let go of it for good tonight. Just step out. Maybe you just want to pray for teenagers in this church. Step out. Maybe you want to pray for this pastor. Step out. Maybe you want to pray for Portland. Step out. Maybe you've got something no one else knows about, but tonight you're throwing it up in the air just like that. Fan. You're saying, I'm letting go of it in Jesus' name tonight. Let go of it. He's here. Do not be robbed of your blessing. Take your time and meet with God tonight. Maybe you'd like to in your pew, that's fine. Just take a minute. Let's pray for our church. Let's pray for our country as was stated, our city. Let's pray for an eternal impact we made this week. Let's pray for us as, a, as individuals. Uh, we were hit from every angle tonight. We were fed tonight in the midst of laughter and God convicted us God worked let's make sure we we spend some time with God tonight as the piano continues to play sure do love you. Thank you so much for loving us, and thank you for this opportunity we've had tonight, Lord, to just uh, enjoy, Lord, as Brother Tim said, the joy of the Lord, Lord, and, and how wonderful you are, or laugh a little bit. Lord, be challenged, be encouraged, be strengthened. Lord, I pray you'll t- help us to take what we heard tonight, and Lord, think about it, allow it to sink in, and Lord, change our life. But maybe there's someone here tonight that does not know for sure that heaven would be their home. Or the gospel was clearly given. Or we're all sinners. We need a Savior. You were willing to come and be that Savior. But it takes us being willing to accept that. And with heads bowed and eyes closed, uh, I will ask the question. Maybe there's someone tonight that would say, Pastor Justin, I'm visiting. Or maybe I've been attending for a while. But Lord, use that message challenge my heart, and I, I don't know for sure where I'd spend eternity, and I want to get that settled tonight. With heads bowed and eyes closed, we won't embarrass you. No one's looking around, but how many would say, Pastor Justin, will you pray for me? If you'll just slip up your hand real quick, I want to pray for you tonight. Anybody like that? God bless you. I see that hand. Say something like this in your heart, as I did as a young boy. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for coming for us and dying on the cross to pay for our sins. We realize we need you as our Lord and Savior. We ask for forgiveness of our sins to come into our heart and save us. Take away our sins so we can go to heaven when we die. Thank you, Jesus. We believe and trust in you and accept you into our life. Maybe that was you tonight. You say, Pastor Justin, I just prayed that simple prayer of acceptance I want to rejoice with you with heads bowed and eyes closed. If that was you, would you just slip your hand real quick? I want to rejoice with you. God bless you. I see that hand. Tonight, as we reflect a little bit on what God did, uh, let's just take a moment and, 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 and dismiss in prayer. Lord, once again, I pray that you'll be with us as we or wrap up the service tonight. Or be with the meeting to come. Uh, be with Brother Tim as he travels on tomorrow. Bless his meetings. Be with those who traveled all over to come tonight and give them safety as they travel home. Lord, um, may you continue to bless. Or this week, as we see you do something special in our vacation Bible school. We sure do love you, Lord. Thank you so much for loving us in Jesus' name.
Amen. If that was a blessing to you tonight, let's give Brother Tim a hand. Thank you, Brother Tim. Appreciate that. And, uh, uh, thank you for finding a way to get here. And I had no idea. Yeah, go ahead. Here. Besides VBS, is there other? Uh, can I invite them for to Salem? Yes. For any of that, y'all have VBS workers here, though, mm-hmm. right? We don't do that. But the other people. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, uh, so uh, we're going to be at Salem, uh, and it'll be on my website somewhere, uh, wherever I'm going to be. I, I don't know if it's a theater. Where is it? Elsinore Theater. Uh, um, Monday and, and Tuesday, but do not leave if anything you're doing here, if there, anything with the church. But if you're free and you want to go, and, and then that's fine. But and if not, you could just load up the VBS and the boat and take it down to Salem. <laughs> thank you, really, Tim. Yeah, and I hope you'll go out and check his table out. And uh, thank you for for being here tonight, brother. And thank you for being kind to him and. And we want to be a blessing to him. And we're going to dismiss at this time. And uh, please go out and see him at the table. And if you are a part of the meeting, we'll meet briefly in here for a little bit uh, for the Vacation Bible School. Everyone else, uh, please know we appreciate you being here. You're always welcome. You are dismissed. Mm-hmm.